0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Making Dough Show, where we're obsessed about making dough in the restaurant business. Um, Today, I get to answer Jessica's question. Again, on the show, we cover marketing, restaurant marketing, restaurant management, uh, and we love to answer your questions. Um, And uh, this is a community. I'm a restaurant owner, just like you, in the trenches. Sometimes I wash dishes. Sometimes we're creating marketing campaigns. Sometimes we're in the chamber activities all over the place. And I love sharing that with you on this show. Be sure to subscribe so we can stay in touch today. I'm going to answer Jessica's question. And, uh, thanks Jessica for asking me that question. I'm honored that you're asking me to answer it. You are telling me that you are a manager of, uh, at a pizzeria and you're asking about portion control, employees following recipes, and how, as management team, how are we going to respond to the employees when it comes to portion control? So you're saying if you have employees who do not consistently follow the recipes you have set for your pizzas, in other words, portion control, then do you just let them go? Is that kind of a black, black and white? I feel myself going back and forth, feeling like maybe I'm being too hard, or if they can't just follow these basic directions, there, are, you know, should we just let them go, uh, coach them up or coach them down. And so that is what you're asking me. And I think this is a fantastic question. And first off, uh, disclaimer, we deal with that same issue at our restaurants. You know, we have pizzerias as well, so I'm not going to be sitting here telling you that we have it all figured out. We don't, I I can share with you what works. These are some of the basics that do work and it's a cultural shift when it comes to, uh, and our restaurants here is why. If you work at Chick Fil A, you are going to follow their company procedure. This is a curse we have in, in local side of town, as I say, is that you know if somebody works for McDonald's, they're not going to be like, well, why do we put two pickles? You know why? You know sometimes I want to put three, and sometimes I want to put two. Granted, they have much smaller operations and it's really fast because it's mo- you know what I'm saying. I'm not going there to the McDonald rant, but when people work for those environments in a franchise operation, they go in expecting to follow direction or they're out, right? That's the expectation. They go in there, but when they come working for locals like us, they kind of want to do their own thing. You know what I mean? That, that becomes uh, because it's an expectation thing and it's a cultural shift that we need to be working on, on an ongoing basis. But with that, I'm going to give you some, uh, Some tips here, some practical tips I'd like to help you with. Hope you find it helpful. And if anybody else is tuning into the show, hopefully they find that helpful as well. So, for example, this last week, I realized that it is time for me to go into our restaurant a little bit. You know, my husband and I, we own a couple of pizzerias in the San Antonio area. I do a lot of the trainings. I did a lot of the trainings in the beginning years. Then I created a lot of video trainings, training passports. I'm going to go over in the future shows a little bit to get ourselves out of operations. And I do not work um, ops. I don't work at the restaurant. I've not made food in a long time, which is great because I just had a baby, too. You know, can't. You know, mix that with maternity leave. So, however, every now and then, we I do engage and go into the operations, ask questions. And this first phase that I want to share with you. is assessing. You want to assess your team's awareness and understanding of why we do what we do in the company. One of the things that I realize is that like for example, if you have children, you tell them, you know, don't dump the towel on the floor or do this, don't do that. They don't maybe understand why we're hammering those things and as a result, they don't do those things for instance. If they don't understand the impact of portion control, they're not going to do it. So the first question is have you assessed, have you asked them direct questions of their understanding? Why are you obsessed with the portion control and why does it matter? Ask them those questions and see if they do understand why this matters. So we always go with, and one of our core values is three X win, where we want the customer to win, we want our team to win, and we want the company to win. So that's how we always present it. When you're coaching your team, you want to connect them to your values as a company. So let's talk about portion control, the portion control, how it affects the business, how it affects the customer and how it affects the team. They need to tell, be able to tell you the, that that is a reflection of them. Understanding why we do what we do around here. So the implication obviously with the customers, they want a consistent product, right? Do they want to go? Uh, at a place once on the pizza, there is hypothetically 15 pepperonis. And the next time they come in, there's 20 pepperonis. Like that, that's not what a customer want to pay for. And a team member should understand that and say, Hey, do you want to go to a restaurant once they give you this, once they give you that? No. If John works the line in the kitchen, you get this. If Susan works, you get that. You know, nobody wants that as a customer, they understand that. And that's what we want to provide for our customer second thing that a lot of times our team members don't realize the connection between portion control and the team and that is we tell them all the time you want raise, you want to raise in the future that's going to be affected by the food costs if we have food cost saving labor saving we usually a lot of that is going to be associated with them getting a raise in the future or us purchasing equipment maybe cleaning equipment that's going to make their life easier or different supplies and what have you, or send them on trips uh, for them to attend a conference or something like that. They need to see how it benefits them. If you just hammer how it benefits the company and the customers, that's not going to be good enough, sadly, because everybody cares about what's in it for me. So if you connect the portion control to what's in it, For them, it may result in being more effective. And of course, you know when it comes to the business wins because your food cost is going to be within range and we want to minimize the waste. The second tip I have for you is you need to figure out how are you going to make it easy for them to remember what you're asking them. So the portion control, do you have charts and signs above the line and around the restaurant where it's clear what are our cheese portions, what are our topping portions? Again, some of them are going to be by number, like number of pepperonis. Uh, And for example, for our restaurant, for our 16-inch thing, our pepperoni, is 15. So we always go 10 around, 5 in the middle. So that, again, ways to make it easy for them to execute what you're asking them, right? So make sure you have charts everywhere and you have little techniques and how they can do what you're asking them. You need to choose your battle. You can't obsess over every possible ingredient. If someone is tuning into this show and you don't have... Uh, portion control in place, I strongly recommend you start with one ingredient at a time. And that ingredient be one that you use a lot of. For us, it was cheese. We use a lot of cheese for our pizzerias. Of course, that's one. Maybe for you, it's meat portion or something that is your highest sales. So if you control the portion control of that one ingredient, we everybody will win big. So start with one ingredient, then two, then three, ten, then four. If you want to fight this battle over everything, then it's going to be, you know what I mean? It'll devalue what you're fighting for. So choose three to four ingredients that you communicate to the team. Those three to four matter the most. So we better be on top of it. Another thing is you want to make sure that you come up with techniques to make, um, Their work faster. One of the reasons a lot of times a team will not follow portion control, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, is because they think that that, because if you are measuring ticket times, they think that portion control is going to slow them down. So they're like, oh, we want the food to go out fast. That's why they skim on the portion control side to win on the ticket time side. And the reason for that is because we have not trained our people, and I'm talking to our team equally, we have not trained our team to be fast. uh, No matter what, we need to teach techniques. I tell our people all the time, anybody, I can bring my nine-year-old to make a pizza. That's not the art. Our pizza makers need to be very fast. And there are techniques for that. How to hold pepperoni so you're able to move fast on the pizza. How to top cheese. How to top different meats to minimize waste. Specific techniques. So I don't know if you have those. That I learned through top, you know, making thousands of pizzas, figuring out why am I fast? Because I do this, because I hold it this way, because my hand is this way when I'm topping it that way. So the question I have for you, again, we're going really nitty gritty here. Honor the fact that your team wants to be fast to honor the ticket time standards you have. Do you have techniques in place and are you training those techniques actively? Are you watching your team using those techniques to produce food fast. And if not, it's time to train and retrain and retrain some more. Again, this is an ongoing basis. Last but not least, if something matters, we need to be coaching and kudoing the team. So on the one hand, you were talking about letting people go and what have you, there needs to be accountability for people not following uh, company policy because someone, because this is, going to be the culture shift. Hypothetically, I work the line. I'm always portion controlling and Johnny next to me doesn't. And there are no consequences for Johnny, not portioning cheese. And, and I don't get kudos of me portioning cheese, at least a verbal recognition or something like that. Right? So you always want to think about that. It's about the culture of the company. So when you sit with somebody and you coach them, you're like, you think it's about the pepperoni. It's about a culture of the company. We want to be a company that we follow directions. We follow recipe to the T that's the kind of a company we are. And if I don't give you this coaching slip right now, a written coaching slip, I'm dishonoring those who are actually following our company policy. If you let that go, sadly, as a company, we shift into who cares, right? If no one cares, then why do I need to go to extra mile? Right? So we don't want that. Now, when you sit with people and have that coaching session, and we talk about that on this show many times, you want to sit people down and ask them questions and listen. So what we went over, you want to ask them, for example, when it comes to the portion control part. Hey, Johnny, tell me why. The reason I'm sitting with you today is because we want to talk about portion control. So first off, I wanted to ask you on a scale of one to 10, uh, how obsessed have you been in making sure that you do follow our portion control when you're working the line? Then you want to ask them, hey, why do you think we are so obsessed about this? Why do we measure cheese? Why do we whatever it is? How does that impact the customer, the team and the business. Tell me about it. You want to assess again. That's when they're telling you how aware they are of the importance of portion control. Then you want to ask them, all right, have you been trained on how to do portion control on the actual portions? Have you been trained on that? Have you been trained on how to um, top pizzas fast in your case, right? How to incorporate portion control and still win on our ticket time standard. Maybe they've not been trained, right? We want to learn that genuinely if they're being trained on those things and if they're equipped to do the job. If the answer to the last previous questions is yes, then you're like, all right, Johnny. So here's what I'm understanding. You understand why portion control matters to the team, to the customer and the business. You're telling me that you know all of our portions because it's posted everywhere. You're telling me that you've been trained on how to do portion control and all of that and still be fast. And yet it seems like you're not doing that. Would you tell me why? This is going to be the case for just like anybody who knows. they need to go to the gym they need to work out but they don't do it because it's not a priority to them right so it is important for us to ask those questions and have them answer it to bring that awareness and again that's going to be a written coaching slip now each company is different if you want to let people go or not and how you want to go about it i would not make a scene you don't want to be loud and all of that but make sure that you equally kudo publicly and privately those who do follow company policy when it comes to portion control or any other policy you have in the restaurant company that you work at. One last tip is that whenever this, this I learned in our restaurants, whenever there is more need for coaching, when people get yelled at, and I see that again in our restaurant, when somebody has to yell at somebody, don't do this or do this, or who dropped that, or who did this? It's because again, the balance. The more correction you have is a reflection of the lack of training. When people get hired, again, our team, the same problem. When people get hired, if we obsess over setting expectation upfront, we obsess over training them upfront, then you don't need to correct them as much. That's something that our management team need to realize. Nobody likes correcting other people. No one wants to sit and confront people. No one want to give them write-ups, but okay. If you don't want the write-ups and stuff, then we need to crank up the training side, okay, training, setting expectation on an ongoing basis, micro training, macro training, and what have you, the more we do this, the less we need to correct. So if you're finding yourself needing to correct your people too much, um, and if you just focused on correcting and you're not observing that the actual problem here, friend, is that we're not setting the expectation. Clearly, it's not clear. Does that make sense? And it's a pain. I know that. It's a pain. But it, it this is something that needs to be done on an ongoing basis. So if we train on an ongoing basis, we kudo those behavior based on that expectation, the less we need to correct. Now, I said this many times. This is going to be ongoing. Don't think that you said this whatever. People gradually the culture shifts in the company. So if it matters to the company, it needs to be on an ongoing basis. And I want to tell you, when I went to our restaurant last week, some people knew about our portions, some people did not. I asked them direct questions. So how many pepperonis on this? Tell me about that. I'm not mad at people. I'm assessing our leadership team, you know, to identify the problem, okay? So then I had to meet with our managers. We're working into, again, improving that because we tend to all um, go back into our old bad habits. You know what I'm saying? So that's part of that. Um, you being a manager asking me that question tells me a lot about you. It tells me you care about your team. You care, you care about your performance as a manager. And for that, I kudos you, uh, doing that. Uh, if you were our manager, I, I mean, I would greatly appreciate it. So thanks for that. I know this is the extra work, but, um, keep at it, set expectation And look at it as a period of time that everybody's focusing on something. So this problem gradually goes away. Focus on training. Let me know how it goes. I would love to hear from you. And a question of the day, how obsessed are you and your restaurant when it comes to portion control? What tips do you have in making sure the team follows the portion control? Because that's a huge deal. 1% food cost, depending on your sale. It actually means thousands and thousands of dollars. I tell our people also, when it comes to awareness for them to do the numbers, a lot of times they don't know the numbers, right? So an ounce of cheese, you know, who cares about an ounce of cheese? I'm like, okay, how many pizzas do we make? Say on a Friday night, this many pizzas, how many ounces of cheese is that? I have them do the math, pull up your phone. Show me the math. Okay, it's that much. How much is a pound of cheese? Jesus? This much. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So based on that, how much is that? Okay, that's how much is that per day times 365. or on well, not Fridays, but you get my average night. You get the point. You get them to do the math. Half the battle, friend, is awareness. People don't understand why something matters. And if they don't understand the why they will not care about the what and the how. So if we want our people to care, which is a big problem in this world nowadays is we need to be very obsessed in making sure we do our part in bringing that understanding to them, asking questions and pausing and letting them answer to those questions. So we identify the problem again. Jessica, I appreciate you asking me that question and standing firm, being a manager in the restaurant industry in this day and age. So I kudo you for that. Thank you for that. We all have work to do. So let's get back to work and make some dough. Thank you. Bye-bye.